Falcon fans, Falcon fans, uh, Falcon fans. Yo, yo, yo. In the building. It's going down, as you already know. One time for the fan. We are back. Another episode here. Uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, what else? Spotify. Kiki. We're, we're in a lot of places, are we not? Mm-hmm. The penthouse above the Panthers basement. That we all, we there too. Shit. Three and three. No, we're not 0-6. Falcon fans. We all want to talk Falcons football. So, of course, we are back with another episode of One Time for the Fan. To do what? Talk Falcons football. Everybody wants to vent. Everybody has some stress to release off of Sunday's game against the Commanders. But guess what? Just like One Time for the Fan, just like most fans here in the chat, just like the Falcons organization and the players, and the, the the cheerleaders and Terry Fontenot and 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 Arthur Smith they're they're on to next week. So we is. So we have to move on to next week, Falcon fans. We're gonna move on together. But of course, you know we are here talking Falcons football. No Bodie three thousand tonight. No Chase one thousand tonight. Special guest, <laughs> Ritter's QB one Keith crying. Hey y'all. That's Kiki. Kiki's here, ready to talk Falcons football with us. Hit that like button, hit that share button, hit that subscribe button. See, one thing we love to do here on One Time for the Fan, and Kiki, you know this, mm-hmm. is uh, we love to go to the chat. Thanks. The chat is really a big part of One Time for the Fan because I'm a fan, you're a fan, we're all fans mm-hmm. of the Atlanta Falcons, right? Mm-hmm. There's no ifs, there's no ands, there's no buts here. Everybody here in this chat, except for that Jaguars fan that just pulled up, oh, God. is 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 fans of the Atlanta Falcons. So we're going to the chat here. Falcon fans, I'm sure y'all want to talk about Sunday's game against the Commanders, which most of us are trying to get over. I'm over it. Disappointing loss that should have been a win. For most people looking at the schedule, the way that we was playing this season, they figured, hey, Washington could be a breeze. They got us in the past, but this is the year that we stop it. But no, the commanders got us. Yeah, and they only got there because they scored three touchdowns on short fields. You got to stop the turnovers. Got to. We got to that, stop that one, the turnovers. That, that one bad punt, too. Go to the Jaguars game, the turnovers. You go to the Houston game, had two turnovers, too, as well, which you ended up winning the game, but still. Right. You go over here to this commander's game, three turnovers, and it costs you the game pretty much because most of those drives right there, you could have had something. Right. You really could have had something. Bubba Gump is in the chat. He's throwing the emoji. He's throwing the emojis around. The red up, and black Bubba? is in the chat. I repeat, the red and black is in the chat. Hashtag the fan club. Hashtag one timers. It's going down in a major way, y'all. Falcons uh, fans are here in the chat talking Falcons football with us here on one time for the fan. For those that's listening, wherever you are around the world. Um, and don't forget now, Falcons Bucks on Sunday. When you Falcons, leave, when you leave out, Bucks on Sunday, Friday. So for Falcon fans, we have a lot going on down there in Tampa this weekend. So for all the fans that's pulling up to uh, Raymond James Stadium, uh, we have a meet and greet Saturday night. So we want all Falcon fans to come out and have a good time. Um, it's 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 a it's a you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like a group party now. We have uh, one of the Bucks, some of the Bucks uh, fans. Some of the Bucks fans from their fan club is going to be a part of this too as well. So big shout out to everybody with Crew Life. 
over there in the Tampa Bay's fan group. I ain't gonna come on here and start trash talking. I just need for y'all to behave while y'all are down there in Tampa. I, my lawyer is not on retainer this week. Shit. I mean, how these cowboy, how these fights been breaking out in different stadiums. Y'all behave y'all down there, okay? I will say, and the media is showing a lot of it too as well because, you know, you see the, the, the Rams game or the Chargers game, there was a fight. Chargers, Dallas. Mm-hmm. 49er, 49ers fans getting into fights. The Bear, the Bears it, fans got the, into a well, fight. I mean, the Bears fans, I think we all know what their problem is. They've been losing for so long, they don't know what to do at this point. Bears fans beating up Bears fans. That basically. <laughs> what do you know? Bears fan. I told you the story about when I went to when I went to uh, their stadium a couple years ago with uh, the fan that was sitting in my seats, didn't want to get out of my seats, mm-hmm. and then when we asked him to, you know go to his seat he just uh-huh. went to the seat behind us and just tried to taunt us and talk shit for the rest of the event good thing georgia and Notre dame had played that weekend a lot of georgia fans started showing up in the second quarter uh-huh. um, but yeah i look to the right and i see the beer coming down the steps and i turn around the guy's like pouring the beer and he's looking like he's looking at me dead in my eyes like he wants to piss me off um uh-huh. but yeah bears fans would be bears fans man we but won that game though right we did win that game. That was the one where uh, where, uh wasn't that Austin Hooper sent somebody into the shadow on the, room on that on them fools, man. And then Matt Ryan went crazy that game, and also uh-huh. uh, I believe tried to win the game at the end zone, um, quieting the crowd as best as he could. And then he hears a patch of Falcon fans start yelling and screaming as soon as he hikes the ball. So Bears fans didn't like that, but we walked out of there with the win. Right. Um, and we got to play the Bears this year too as well in um Chicago which is a New Year's Day game, which is going to be kind of difficult, I think, um, for Falcon fans, even though they know that the Bears are pretty garbage. I mean, that game, the weather conditions. Yeah, yeah some, there's a bet going on that uh, Justin Fields won't even be the, the quarterback for that game. I don't think Fields will be the quarterback by the time that the game happens. Yeah. There's a yeah bet. I'm part of, I'll go ahead and put my money on that, too, as well. <laughs> I don't see it happening. I, I give him – he has less than five weeks, honestly. Yeah. It's, What's it's going really on with him? Bad. Is it a finger or something? He has the finger issue too as well. But you saw the picture I sent you the other day. The 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 grab for Caleb Williams is is, yeah, is pretty, I, I pretty heavy right now. I that on my Facebook as well. And I was just like, eesh. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. if, I mean, poor kid. Never mind. <laughs> Falcon fans is going down in a major way. You know we're talking Falcons football here. One time for the fan. Hit that like. Hit that share. Hit that subscribe. Um, Bubba Gump's in the chat. Sterling Woods in the chat. So, what's going on, party people? What's up, Sterling? Sterling Woods is in the chat. DSGB Hall is in the chat with the one time. Hey, Ern. Don't throw emojis around. Q Lavender is in the chat. He said, Yo, yo, what up, one time? Rise up. The way Jerry Gray talked about Ritter should make you feel better about him. Uh, Kiara. I did not see that interview, but uh, Q Lavender, listen, I'm not one of those ones to beat up on Ritter. Listen, I've been a Ritter supporter since they said that he was QB1. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, I'm fair. I'm not about to sit here and go beat my chest on social media calling the kid trash. So, I'll just have to watch the interview later. I didn't catch that one. Sorry, okay, just to put that out there. <laughs> Buccaneers notes Buccaneers have the number one red zone defense this season. That was they a note do? that just came up on the screen over there on NFL Network as I'm watching this replay of this 49ers Browns game. That doesn't matter on Sunday when you got good old Desmond Ritter at quarterback, uh, driving the Falcons down the field 
Just and run the damn ball on the goal I, line. That's Don't the think. way I see it right there. If you're anything that's five yards or, or below before the end zone, you have to run that fucking ball. Do the push-tush. What they call it, the push-tush, like the they tush, do in Philly, push. the the, the Brotherly show. <laughs> Just going back and watching the game with the Commanders, I, I really did question why we did not run the ball. And seeing the status of CP, like I really exactly. want him to be as healthy as possible right. going forward because that was a CP moment. That was a CP at moment. At the goal line the other day. He could have ran that. somebody over. Do y'all remember when he ran, what was like a, a linebacker from the Chargers? Like last, I mean, you know, we lost that game. But I mean, CP ran somebody over in that Chargers game. Like he could have literally did that. Sunday. Not knowing the full, you know, story of CP's injury and hoping he does get better. The yeah. trade talk rumors and stuff that you've heard coming from different outlets. I hope it's not the case because CP is a big fan favorite he here in Atlanta. Is. And if really he's at a hundred percent going forward with any one of these games, he's going to be a big factor coming up. Um, if he's if he's able to go hundred percent against the Bucks, uh-huh. or if he's able to do it against Tennessee. Um, if he's going to be on this team going forward, hopefully, with you know, I don't want to say these trade things are going to uh-huh. be true, but get him at 100 percent right. Falcons and let's bring him back when the time is needed. We're three and three right now. Yeah. You have a lot of football left in the season where you can even stretch a couple losses looking at the division. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. it's going to be tight down to the race. I think when it comes to like December games really meaningful games uh-huh. down here in the NFC South, uh-huh. which Falcon fans would say, oh, the Saints, they're trash. Oh, the Bucks, they're trash. The Panthers, I mean, they fucking suck. We know that. But you got to look at the season and say, this could come down to week 16, 17 between uh-huh. three teams, uh-huh. us, the Saints, and the Bucks. You just got to be realistic about this. The Saints do play tomorrow night, and I know Lawrence is banged up. He's the... He he said he's optimistic and on playing though. That's <clears throat> what he said. So here's the thing, Key. Mm-hmm. We got a fucking Jaguars fan in the chat. Yeah, he's I'm gonna sure. he's gonna sit here. He's gonna hear us say that we need the Jaguars to beat the Saints tomorrow, and it's very possible the Jaguars can beat the Saints tomorrow. They have been playing really good. Yeah, the past couple weeks. Are they good enough to go beat the Saints? I do think so. The I Saints have been banged up. Yeah. Um, also, the benching of their starting tackle, I believe it was the other day. I mean, Alvin Kamara really just stayed, went to jail. I mean, he mm. ain't been, I mean, ain't like he just been, yeah. Mm. Well, Jag Saints tomorrow night. Falcon and, fans, you could be looking at the game Sunday, which and I'm is confused with them too. Because do they be trying to run like two quarterback packages or something? Because one minute it looks like, you know, I see Jameis. One minute they've been, they've been working that Taysom Hill stuff for a while now. It's probably part of their flex package, probably part of their RPO package. I mean, mm-hmm. you can get you can disguise the run and the pass with Taysom Hill. I've, mm-hmm. I've seen it done a few times, even though we can hate on the Saints all day, they've done some bullshit to us with Taysom Hill as well. I hate so, oh yeah. I have to I call it out when I see it. And they're probably okay. still doing it now. Haven't been watching too many Saints games. I'm glad they don't show too many replays on NFL networks. I'm not watching yeah. that shit. Yeah. But but we got from, Ryan Nielsen now. So hopefully he has those guys prepared to he, he's the whisperer. The five yeah. sack Sunday game. I can see it coming up against Baker Mayfield too his way. Because Baker, as much as you might see him escape the pocket in his past, he does want to stay in the pocket and throw the ball. Yep. So you might get a 33, 35, 40 attempt game from Baker on Sunday, which he's probably throwing two picks and he loses by more than 10 points. He don't want to mess up his bouffant. So. Shit. 
That's 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 tough. Angelica Williams is in the chat. Hey, Miss Angelica. Chat's going crazy. Falcon fans, give us your predictions for Sunday, please. Hey, surreal. Give us your predictions for Sunday. Falcons versus Bucks. At three and three right now, how are you feeling? Are the Falcons still content to go out there and beat the Buccaneers on Sunday? Uh, there were some fans in the chat the other night mentioning that we should tank now and start worrying about the rest of the season later. It's like, fans where is, where tank, is all the you're fans You're not a fan. Tonight? No, no. Great Jarrett is not here to tank. Jesse Bates did not come here to tank. Can I get a hand clap? Oh, God. He just came back from London. You know, the Jazz just played like five games out there. Like, I ain't going to even talk trash to John L because I really need uh, – them to win tomorrow night. <laughs> the landing jags. The landing jags. I really need for them to I need for them to take their tea and what they call it, tea and crumpets and go eat that in uh New Orleans. William made me what's good family. What's up, William? Roslyn Ros is in the chat. Hey y'all. Hey Roslyn. Falcon fans, hit that like, hit that share, hit that subscribe. Let's run up the comments tonight. You know we love talking Falcons football. All the Falcon fans are here in the chat and that one Jaguars fan. So let's just talk Falcons football. Yeah, hey, uh, no, let's just say nope. He let's want, talk. If you want to meow because they they doing well right now. Yeah, just do well tomorrow. <laughs> Quick Falcon uh, news and notes: uh, Jalen Hawkins released by the Falcons this week. Surprising move for most that fans. Um, seeing Jalen Hawkins, who was drafted by the Falcons, um, and then started to make a little bit of his way. I mean, we saw him and Richie Grant try to do the best they can to click together. Jesse Bates came into Atlanta now this year. The 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 surge of Demarco Hellams now coming about. Um, even they mentioned Michael Abernathy, who could possibly yeah. um, get a run here uh, shortly. But it comes to 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 where Falcon fans are seeing the Falcons make moves. Uh-huh. It was random. Uh-huh. I seen Hawkins the other day at the game. It right. was random that you know. I the mean, next you know, two days he's right. he's out of here and he's off, and now he's signed by the Chargers. Right. Me and Chase had kind of said. Um, in preseason, we that we didn't see him making the roster, so it, at the same time, it's kind of like, well, kind of said he wasn't even gonna make the roster at one point. So, Falcon fans are talking right now in the groups, they're talking on social media before the trade deadline. Could we make a move? Could we go get a pass rusher? Uh-huh. Um, I think the name of Daniel Hunter comes to mind of a lot of yeah fans here in the chat. Daniel Hunter, looking at the Vikings right now, there is apparently there's a lot of talks of Daniel Hunter being on the move mm-hmm. before the trade deadline. If I'm the Atlanta Falcons, it's not going to hurt you to make a call to the Vikings mm-hmm. to find out what could we do, right? There's a lot of people that believe that there's a couple of players, of course, you see on this defensive line that's not going to be here next year. Daniel Hunter, if you make a move for him now, he'll probably have him for the next two, two, three, four years. Right. And he is a significant pass rusher. He's been that in the NFL for quite some time. Um, and you also play the Vikings coming up in two, two, three weeks. Yeah. So uh would be great if you snag Daniel Hunter before the trade deadline. When is With it? This, I believe it's uh October 30th. Okay. So you have time to go ahead and snag Daniel. Calls can be made. Yeah. Try calling Terry. He didn't pick up. They probably about to blow that team up anyway. Mm. I mean, ugh. if you're looking at the future of the Vikings, I, I do believe Kirk Cousins is not going to be there. So when people go to draft and talk about mm-hmm. Caleb Williams and Michael Pettis Jr., there's a couple teams right now that's probably way ahead of the Falcons when it comes to that quarterback talk. 
Yeah. Even seeing Ritter, what, 11th in the league in passing right now? 12. 12th in the league in passing. 3-3 three and three record right now. Got the Falcons over the hump of the uh, losing record the past, what, five, six seasons? <laughs> Uh, what did they say? I saw another stat too where him he was uh leading the league in passing yard for the for the past two weeks. He you know he's three and one at home. Uh huh. He lost a a brutal game in Detroit and he lost a ridiculous game in London. But yeah. now you go down to Tampa Bay against a three and two team who couldn't even. Match up against the Detroit Lions, who and right now fact, the, the Lions are, are the number the, one team the, in the NFL. The, apparently, the scores are the same, twenty to six from their game and our game. So you know the Bucks didn't even get in the um in the red zone on offense. So, and Chuck Williams said, "I'm over that." Lion one. fans got something to be excited about too, because I mean it, it sounds like they took over Raymond James. I mean I don't know if you heard it on TV, but. Let's go. I heard all I heard was let's go, Lions. Let's go. I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> definitely a lot, a lot of Lions fans traveling. But once again, once your team is, you know, five and one and, and you know, you're, you're moving in a direction like the Lions are, people is definitely going to show up. You know, yeah. we're, we have a big fan base heading down to Tampa this weekend. So you might even hear that home field advantage down there in Raymond James Stadium coming from the Benz. Because uh, it's going to be rocking down there in Tampa with these Falcon fans showing yes, up. Because we do have a out. lot of Falcon fans coming out there from Tampa. Yes, y'all show out. And like I said, just don't get down there acting like Cowboy fans. <laughs> mm. Who mm-hmm. took over the Chargers Stadium? Well, Chargers Ram Stadium, which they say most visiting teams do anyway. Bubba Gup, Caleb Williams is saying he deserves part ownership for whoever drafts him. Mother. Who do you think you are? I've heard that story. Um, I think it was somebody sent it to me. What yesterday? Um, um, I, that is like, come on, man. Like, I, you know what somebody said too? They said they feel like part he's ownership. That, he's doing that, so maybe he don't get picked up by like a Chicago or Arizona or whatever team that's at the you know bottom. Hmm. What's up, Steve? That's Stevie Corrigan, um, Rise Up Tour ambassador out there in Arizona holding it down. He and LaMarcus Boyd uh, have a lot going on for Falcon fans that's coming in uh, to Arizona to watch the Falcons beat the Cardinals. I see uh, his Diamondbacks. uh, He's a Diamondbacks guy. You know how Arizona, they're trying to. They're doing yep. their best to try to beat the Phillies. And what is the series now? Like two to zero, though. I think the Phillies got it. It's probably they, they probably just hit a whole another home run. Uh, Steve <laughs> Craig is the Falcon fans, though. You said rise up. <laughs> Look at Jarnell. He's he's old cold D-backs. Now wait a minute. Now <laughs> diamond. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Q Lavender, Falcon fans. Why tank? People have their score predictions: ten and seven, nine and eight, twelve and five. So we're supposed to lose something? Damn, fans, come on, calm down. The thing is, Thank we you, heard Q. it Thank the other you. day. Big shout out to Q Lavender. We heard it the other day from Falcon fans when we went live after the Commanders game. And fans were saying tank. Fans were saying give it up. Even after the two-game winning streak, of course, you know, the Banks Ritter talks came in too as well. A lot of fans have a lot of opinions, and we understand that. But right now, as early as it is in the season, I think – Majority of the fans here in the chat and those listening and watching do believe we can't tank now. Can't give up. 
I know who should tank, but even if they tank, they can't get the first or second. <laughs> I mean, the Carolina Panthers are done. That's the problem with their situation. The morale has dropped. I'm sure the losing the locker room has already started. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I, I think Brian Burns is out of there. That's another name to watch, too, as well, before the deadline. He's definitely going to be a heavy tag, too, as well. I mean, you got to pay that, man. That's a, that's the thing, Brian and I don't understand. Like, I mean, it ain't my business, it ain't my team, but why they have not paid him yet? Because clearly, you know. As you can see, some teams move in different directions. They don't know if Brian Burns is probably going to be their, uh, their future defensive star that they want going forward. Right. Um, but it's True. looking like if he – if he gets if he gets that call, he might be out of there. And then Chin, Jeremy Chin, I think he's could possibly out for a while. That I saw, um, Horn, Jace Horn, whatever his name is, hasn't he been out too? I think they they their defense is taking a lot of um. Injuries. They're taking a lot of licks right now. The defense is banged up, and of course the coaching staff is definitely moving in the wrong direction. Some of the comments that was said from the coach. Um, towards the players about what do less and uh i guess what the, the bryce young comments yes. came out about that, cj stroud yes. recently right that is not something you say at, to your your team do less what he won't be there i don't think he'll be there by the time we play week 13 week 12 it's gonna be over you know people have been saying that because you know the panthers are on the bye this week and that i think when they uh come off the bye they will be playing the uh texans but they lose to the bye too yeah they lose to the bye and then they say they're they're, they're, going to get their first win against the texans i gotta tell y'all right now i don't see that happening they're not beating the texans either they're not beating the texans they might beat the bears and that's a big might but they ain't beating Angel- the Texans. Angelica said, I know Cree Cree is sad about the Hawkins move. Big shout out to Cree Cree. She's also been in the chat too as well. Hey, Cree Cree. Diehard Atlanta Falcon fan. And of course, you'll see Cree Cree too as well, you know, either pregame, postgame. Um, always, you know, grabbing pictures with Jalen Hawkins. She's a big time fan of the team, but um, she's also really cool with Jalen Hawkins too as well. And then the Falcons released Jalen Hawkins. And now he's off to LA. So big shout out to Cree Cree. Jalen Hawkins did do the best he can to he help did. this team the past couple of years. There's no hate or bash right. towards Jalen Hawkins because he right. did put everything he could on the line to help this team get better. Um, and it just didn't work out. We're moving in a different that, direction. I mean, but that definitely came as a big shock on a what Tuesday. I'm just like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Hawkins, if you're watching, tell Josh Harris, I said, what's up? Big shout out to Josh Harris. Remember former long snapper, Delano mm-hmm. Falcons? He's mm-hmm. also with the Chargers too as well. So two and former tell, Falcons. And uh, tell Herbert cut his hair. Shit. That's tough. Going to back to the chat. Tish, Falcons 24-7 on Sunday. Hey, Tish. Uh, Taysom may do some silly, ridiculous play and score, but our defense can shut them down. The defense, the, the, the Taysom Hill plays that's ran by New Orleans, you definitely have to watch for it. Mm. Kind of like that old Wildcat style, but it's their, yeah. whatever their flex package they run to run. Recently hasn't been working the Saints now. Yeah, so they yet. bring Jameson, and he just throws a pick. The Saints oh, in that three and three. Yeah. Saints in that three and three. They play a big game tomorrow night. Where I know Falcon fans are going to be watching, talking heavy shit because that's what we do. We hate the Saints. Um, Donnell, now, if y'all beat the Saints tomorrow. I'll say something nice about the Jaguars every week that this podcast that I'm on the podcast. I'll say something nice, even about Trevor Lawrence's hair. Trevor Lawrence, man, Jesus Christ. Uncle Steve's Lounge, diehard Falcon fan content creator, said, "What's going on, Jack and Kiki?" Is it too early to call this NFC South game a must-win game? We need to get that road game jinx off of our resume. We haven't 
one on the road yet this season. The game yeah. in Detroit was like, what the hell is going on here? Uh, yeah. The game in London was like, what the hell is going on here? Because that was a long trip, eight and a half hour trip over there. Yeah. Um. But yes, you have to get this road win game out of the That's way. But also, win. I feel it's like a it's a division rival game. Yeah, I feel like it is definitely a must win. And uh, I don't know if you saw my stat that I posted in the group chat, where as um, I think they're one game up on us right now because they, yep. you know, with Tom Brady, they have had our number with him. So they kind of ran it up on us. And I, I want to beat them so bad. I mean, they're not a rival where I feel like, oh, I hate them. I just want to beat them. But, yeah, that – yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> Uncle Steve's now – big shout-out to Uncle Steve. Caught up with Uncle Steve in London, coming outside of Wembley Stadium. Just imagine, you go to another country, you watch your team put up a disappointing performance. Right. You walk out of the stadium, out of Wembley Stadium, and there's Uncle Steve right there live streaming, right there. As soon as you walk out. Got a chance to talk to Uncle Steve. Steve, you are right. This is a must-win game, my brother. The Falcons going into this game against the Bucks. They had the division win early this season against the Panthers. We do play the Bucks again at home coming up later on in the season. We do have the Saints as well at home in the season. We had the Panthers on the road and the Saints on the road. But this game must win against the Bucks. We gotta win. I I, I want to win. And then another thing, since Ritter got his first loss at home. Let him get his first one on the road. The Bucks team right now, looking at how they played against Detroit Falcon fans. If if the organization is feeding off what Detroit did against the Bucks, you can game plan well. You can go into Tampa Bay Raymond James Stadium and you can beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. I think if you're looking at you know the, how the Falcons have been playing in the past, it's kind of iffy on if the Falcons can do this. Right. Um, but now this year at three and three. What we've been through six games into the season, like Falcon fans, let's let's look at this game Sunday and say, hey, we do possibly think that they can beat the Buccaneers. And the, right, and the way our defense has been playing, like, like we got to give it up to them. We can't. We, I mean, they. I don't think they're gonna too much score on us. I don't see it unless they get some short field advantages like the Commanders. <laughs> but anyway, I don't. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta stop the turnovers. Right. Yeah. The turnovers in yeah. the past have 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 hurt us these past few games from the right. London, from the Jaguars game going down yeah. uh, to this week, where I right. think it's been like six or seven, close to eight eight turnovers recently. The three you gotta stop six. this. Well, on Ritter's side, I think he's got six interceptions. I could be wrong. Somebody correct me if I am. You have the pick and the fumble in Jacksonville mm-hmm. with, with mm-hmm. in London. You have the two fumbles in against the Houston. Game. Yeah. You have the three picks against the team with an identity crisis. Shit. (laughs) The turnover margin has to stop, man, because I think it it, it does hurt your team. You're driving down the field. The two fumbles against Houston was another one because we shouldn't have you went down to the wire against Houston. God, they did not capitalize off those fumbles, though. Yep. Thank God. Jesus. Going forward now, to be a heart, playoff my team. My heart went in my ass when uh, John Wu fumbled that ball. I was like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> going forward to be this strong playoff team, to be a division-winning team, you got to slow down on the turnovers. Yeah. Um, And you have to have an offense. The play calling has to be on point, especially when you get down to the red zone. Because from the stat I just seen across the screen, the Bucks have one of the best red zone defenses in the league. And if that's yeah. what you're going to sure. see on Sunday, well, you have to be creative. Not that damn you know, there's 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 a lot you can do 
Desmond Ritter. Tush. What is it called? A push tush or touch push? Do that. Desmond Ritter. B. John Robinson. Tyler Algier. John Lou Smith. Kyle Pitts. Even that whole entire office. Dave Ragoni. Arthur Smith. You have to be super creative going up against these Bucks on Sunday when you're down in the red zone because yep. you can put up points. We've seen us drive the ball down the field. We've seen how good this offense can move from yep. end to end. When it gets down to where it matters, you have to put the points up on the board. Yeah. That's what's going forward now because now we're three and three. We're games in where I haven't even heard too many fans mention the oh, Ritter's in his ninth game or his tenth game. Now it's about just playing fucking football. Yep. Yeah, it's so time. It's time. I mean, point, I've said it. I ain't gonna lie. I've said it, but at this point now, I'm mad. It's like let let let's 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 just go out of here and just start kicking ass. Let's go play angry. That's I'd rather the, be I'd rather be pissing on people than being pissed off. On that's like, that's that's the, the 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 type of mindset you have to have with these Falcons going forward. Mm-hmm. We're playing football now. Let's we have to throw the nine game, ten game thing out the window for Desmond mm-hmm. Ritter and just go say, play, go play. You have to go play. You have talking about the schedule again after you get rid of this bucks team that's three and two you have a tennessee team that is falling apart and um i'm I'm just asking uh will we be facing malik willis because i think if i'm not mistaken they pulled uh Tannehill out the game from the report that maurice jones drew has recently today Mm -hmm. um you might be facing not only Malik Willis, but not even Derrick Henry. He might even be traded before the trade deadline. Oh, shit. So it's possible that you're going in there with a new look Falcons. If they do make a move for Daniel Hunter, that would be great. Right. But you could be going against a Tennessee team that knows if they lose this Sunday, I mean, you know, they're coming to a Falcons team that's really one. They're hungry for a win. The division's still up in our arms over here. I don't see Tennessee winning the AFC South. No, I, close I, honestly, to I think the AFC South. I got the Texas. It's Houston and, and the Jaguars. Yeah. Sorry, lyrics, Dad, but your Colts suck. Gary, <laughs> what's up, Jack and Kiara? Everyone in the chat. Hey, See Kerry. you in Tampa, Jack. Let's get this W big shot, Kerry. You know we have the Rise Up Tour party on Saturday, so definitely all the Falcon fans that's pulling up to Tampa. Um, I got some information for you shortly for those that want to come out and hang out with the Rise Up Tour. Hit that like button. Hit that share button. Hit the subscribe button. Um, you know, we're doing a joint party with Crew Life, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan club. Um, you know, they're pretty deep as well. And plus, we're heading down to Tampa. So, you know, we're going to their HQ to go check them out. Uh, this location, is they, they've been using it for some time now. Um, but it's actually pretty dope, man. I've seen it. It can hold enough people. Last time we went to Tampa, the past couple of years. The building has been so packed that, you know, Falcon fans is like, man, we need a bigger building. We need a bigger building. So that's what we did. We got a bigger building. There's too many Falcon fans. Um, Tell them to fire up the cannons when uh we win, too. Shit. Not Bob the Pirate. <laughs> William Amy. That's his name. I'm not going again. <laughs> Everything is expensive. Come on, Will. You got to step on out, man. Come on, Will. Well, you can go. Uh- uh, do something strange for some change. I don't know. Shit. That is tough. Lisa <laughs> Shepard. Hey, y'all. Hey, Lisa. Lisa Shepard is in the chat. Dan Burst is in the chat. I'm wondering why Jerry Gray hasn't become a head coach yet. That man is Drew. Hold on, Dan Burst. Don't 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 talk that yeah, head, yeah, head coach yeah, with Jerry, yeah. Gray, Jerry him, Gray now. We, Hold we on. Matter of fact, we let me want get him this here as long as he can be. Here. Yeah, we want him. Uh, we we want him and Nielsen as long as as around as long as we can have them. Next, you know the damn Jets is watching. You know what? Why haven't Jerry Gray become a head coach? We're gonna call damn Jerry Gray. Like uh, him. I can't pronounce his last name, so I'm not gonna. Do that. Is it Salah? 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 
or Robert Sala. Yeah. Sterling Woods, why haven't we tried to sign Burns? The cool thing about the Falcons media, like Miles Garrett, Tory Kelly, um, Michael Rothstein, everybody, like when they report something, like you know it's valid. Like the whole Lamar Jackson situation, that's why I wasn't hearing nothing from the community. They um, never said like, anything. They never said anything. So even for like behind the scenes talks of Terry and the Carolina Panthers or the Vikings with Daniel Hunter, we haven't heard nothing from the media, from the Falcons community. And I'm sure once it happens, you know, Miles Garrett is going to be one of the first ones to report it. Tori Kelly, uh, Jeff Schultz, D Orlando. So let's hope that Terry's talking. I'm hoping Terry's cooking. I feel like he's cooking up something. You gotta be cooking. You just released Jalen Sanders on a whiff. Like, how are you how are you not trying to cook something? That came out of nowhere. Like, seriously. How are you remember not when I sent you something? the message? I was like, did you hear? And he was like, No. Here's the cool thing, right? You're three and three, and you're at a point in the season where you see what you kind of need already going forward. Right. And you have everything in your books to go and get a player like Brian Burns mm-hmm. or a player like Daniel Hunter. Somebody even mentioned to me Frank Clark the other day who I know Frank Clark's, you know, he, he's getting up there in age, but Frank Clark also has been to the Super Bowl recently. Uh, he's the playoff. What? One of his uh, stats, I believe from Frank Clark is that he had a, uh, one of the highest sack efficiencies going through in the playoffs in the past recent years. Uh-huh. Frank Clark randomly finds his way to the playoffs and randomly finds his way to the Super Bowl. I don't know what he has. I don't know what's going on, but Frank Clark finds his way. And if you add a Frank Clark to this team, it could improve you. It can help you. But that Daniel Hunter move is the one move I'm watching. Yeah. If you go and get Daniel Hunter, you definitely, I can say, uh, we we get into the quarterback. You're definitely getting to the quarterback more than two or three times a game. But I definitely can see. I mean, even without him, uh, Sunday, I can see us getting a Baker too. A move for Daniel Hunter, I wouldn't see it happening this week. I can see it happening before the Tennessee game. Right. But that's a Monday Tuesday move, if you ask me. Right. It's a Monday Tuesday move. Sterling Woods said trade for Burns. I, hey, let me tell you something. Trade who? I, it would definitely be some picks. I don't see no players on the move. Yeah, I do, I, I, with this squad we got now, I don't, I don't want to see anybody leave either. Which is why the Daniel Hunter one is the one I'm really interested in because if the Vikings are going to pick up the phone, they're going to want some picks. They're, 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 gonna, they're going through their rebuild. Some of these teams are getting ready to go through their rebuild. Like you could actually see it happen right now in front of you. The Cardinals have to go through that shortly. Mm-hmm. The Vikings have to go through that. The Bears have to still continue going through that. The Carolina Panthers, they fucking suck. They have to continue going through that too as well. It's pretty bad. Jeff Wolf said, <laughs> if you as a fan want Falcons to tank, you should hit free agency and find another team. Jeff Wolf is in here with I the just... no tank mentality. That's how we roll, Jeff Wolf. Mm-hmm. Now, if we were like bad, if we were like Carolina Panthers record bad, then if we lose games and it's just be like, oh, well, whatever. But it's 3-3. We're not even halfway through the season yet. Let's just go and win some damn games. We just we're, we're like take it one game at a time. Is all I can tell you. I have to ask the chat. I have to ask the Falcon fans here. Hit the like button, share button, hit the subscribe button if you're watching YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, however. Big shout out to Facebook groups too as well. All the admins that allow 
one time for the fan to be a part of the group shot to the rise up tour too as well uh lisa shepherd said these are the players livelihood uh they are not tanking they are still Amen. playing for their jobs whether it's the falcons or not kiki before we get to falcons bucks preview here and what the falcons need to do to beat the bucks are the Falcons still in the runnings to make the playoffs? Have you gave up on the Falcons to say the schedule ahead doesn't look like we we can win some games? Uh, not the tanking era, but do we look like we can still make the playoffs, Kiki, in your opinion? I I really believe we can. Um, I mean, cause look, 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 I, like you said, you got the Bucks sitting at 3-2, us sitting in second place at 3-3, Saints right there. Nobody has clinched anything yet. Now, once you start getting up into, like, what, late November, early December, hopefully we are – we have more wins than we have losses. Um, but right now, it's just too early to say tank for Penix or whoever may – the boy um, that polishes his nails. I don't know. I can't look into the future and say right. the Falcons would tank right now to go get a quarterback – when you don't know if you're going to get that quarterback. Also, a 3-3 three and three team that's looking into the division at an 0-6 Panther team that you're probably going to beat coming up, a 3-3 three and three Saints team that you can probably sweep coming up, mm-hmm. and the opportunity after watching that Detroit game Sunday, a 3-2 and two team that you can possibly go down there and steal. Is it, can, I say, can, I say, can I say steal a win? Because they're 3-2. Yeah. and two? So you can steal a win in Tampa, which Tampa Bay fans are still going to show up because they're in first place. They're riding that three and two wave. Baker Mayfield has them on their heels, but you can still beat the Bucks Uh on Sunday. Bubba Gump said two and on the NFC South. I need it. I'm with Bubba Gump. You win this game, go two and on the NFC South. It is big because Uh you can go into Tennessee with that four and three feeling and then you get another win in Tennessee, two road wins. That would be great before you come back to the Benz to play the Vikings. Sitting at five and three coming in to play the Vikings. I want to get to the point, Kiki, where around Thanksgiving we can start talking playoffs because uh-huh. we'll have that five, six game lead. But it, it is one game at a time. Uh-huh. That two and oh wave that we had had us on that that white horse feeling good. Yeah. But now we're, you know, kind we of humble because we're back at three. To reality. We got chopped back down to reality with three and three right now. But guess what? Like Lisa, and, and you know, my daddy had to tell me, he's like, You gotta remember at the end of the day, these boys still figuring it out too. They're young, it's a new team, they still gotta build that chemistry. This is Arthur Smith first year. I, I think in his whole career working with a rookie, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yes, and well, yes, you can so, say that, or the Mariota move back in Tennessee. Yeah. But so, you can go over what he has right now with Ritter versus Mariota. I think, you know, Mariota coming out of Oregon had a little bit more um, NFL power going into the league versus Desmond Ritter coming from Cincinnati. Because Mariota with Oregon was fucking like, like <laughs> Mariota was pretty good at Oregon. And so, Mariota was pretty, never mind. Um, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. Um, Look at his complimenting Mariota. Was he a first round pick too? I do. Mariota? Mm hmm. Sheesh, believe so. Hmm. That's tough. Doing, Shep- what is he doing now? Sheesh, that's tough. Because I know memes. some Eagle fans saying maybe they need to start Mariota because Jalen Hurts had a three turnover game too. Eagles yeah. fans are definitely talking about you know Jalen Hurts' performance. But look, if we go around the league, that's what we're getting ready to do in a minute after this Falcons Bucks things. 
I want you to feel Falcon fans how other fans are feeling right now. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go around that shortly. Lisa Shepard, I looked at the schedule. We only have four home games left. Everything else is on the road. So, yeah, let's start winning on the road and get this win versus the Bucks. Now, Lisa Shepard is correct. You have the Vikings coming up. Yep. You have the Bucks. You have the Saints. You have the Colts. You have to beat the Bucks on the road. You have some division games coming up. Uh-huh. That is very important. Bucks on the road. Bucks at home. Saints on the road. I mean, Saints at home. Saints on the road. Carolina and on the road. We need the Falcons to win this game on Sunday. Logan Woodside can beat the Panthers. That is tough. That is tough. TDP Mojo. What up, y'all? I need a string of wins to put together. Not two wins, two losses. One win, one loss. TDP Mojo is looking for the win streak. That two-game win streak that we had this season had fans feeling good. Yeah. If you really want to stretch this league, like I just said, we want to come in here Thanksgiving and say, hey, y'all, get ready for playoffs. You should have your playoff money ready. Uh-huh. You have to go on this next stretch of games. Last year, remember, Kiki, there was a stretch of games that we were looking at? The Commander uh-huh. game, the Steeler game, the Carolina uh-huh. game, then that Charger game, then the Carolina game. Fans were looking like, oh, we can get four or five wins. That didn't happen. Shit was tough. This next stretch of games, you have to come away with some key wins. The Buccaneers, the Titans, the Vikings, um, the Cardinals. Come on, Falcons. Can I question? Um, Come on, how, many, how many yards did I mean? Granted, it was a loss. How many yards did Drake London have in this past game? Uh, he went for a buck 20, I believe. Hmm. He, ever did that, he ever did that with marijuana? Mm, that's tough. Drake is eating. I think he's also one of the um, what rating wise top, mm, yeah, top 15, receivers, top 10 <laughs> receiver right now in the league. And I didn't see Chris Olave in there. Wow. You're not going to see too many players in there from the division outside of Drake London this receiving court if the Falcons continue to do what they need to do to win these games. Because Ritter now seems to be airing it out two 300-yard games for Desmond Ritter. Yeah. What are they going to do Sunday? We need to have balance Sunday, I feel like. I, I feel like he don't need to air it out as many times as he has. That's just my opinion. Uh, I'm going to talk Falcons Bucks here in a minute. Millie Mills. Going down in a major way. What time? You said one time. Hey, What's you up? You throw better it? than me, though, so I ain't. You know, I can throw eighty on the run. I can give you a good five yards. That's tough. And I pass out at the ten uh, yard line running. So yeah, I can't talk about nobody. Else. Tish is in the chat. Hit that like button. Hit that share button. Hit that subscribe button, y'all. Let's run up the subscribers, y'all. We got to get to what five seventy five, six hundred. Get to a thousand, hopefully, before the end of this year. If not, we keep it moving. But we need all Falcon fans mm-hmm. to tune in. To one time for the fans, so hit that like, share, and subscribe button. Tish, do y'all watch all the player interviews today? Everyone I seems so not. self-aware and really hold each other accountable. I love it. I think they can fix the errors from last game. The cool thing is, hearing talks of the secondary getting together on Tuesdays for a couple mm-hmm. hours mm-hmm. to watch film of the team they're going against. That's big because that secondary right now, even minus Jalen Hawkins. With the addition of DeMarco Hellams stepping up in a major way. I would love to see him. I I, I like Hellams. You're going to see more of Hellams coming up shortly. My twin. Shout out, twin. So, <laughs> if you're looking at the secondary, if they're meeting up with D. Alford, Mike Hughes, Richie Grant, Jesse Bates, A.J. Terrell, Jeff Okuda, they have a receiving core on Sunday. You shut down Mike Edwards and Chris Godwin. You definitely... 
can win this game shutting down Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. They're going to lean on Evans and Godwin's heavy on Sunday. The and they don't even want to extend Evans. Poor team. They're going to throw to Evans way more than 10 to 15 targets. And, of course, Chris Godwin, he's going to eat too as well, which is why the Falcons' defense, this newly revamped defense, coming off a five-sack performance in a game that you could have won. Uh-huh. You should see a defense that can get, Buc- that can get Tampa Bay uh, backs against the wall on Sunday. And that's the team that I want to see. So hearing the players hold each other accountable, hearing how they're still doing their player meetings mm-hmm. um, and nobody's losing their locker room right now, I that makes that me feel good as a so fan because now. three and three means, uh, you know, we still have a chance to go four and three. I hate Sunday. that term now, losing the locker room. You don't, you got Stefan, what's his name? Stefan Diggs over there about the windmill Josh Allen. Mm. You got AJ Brown over there acting a nut and then they add julio jones mm. still gonna run the ball and not throw it to his ass so i mean what seeing whatever. some of the comments from the eagles fans and 49er fans after that loss oh 49ers in shambles right now five and one teams that's that's speaking like that you would think like damn are y'all the fucking panthers right now like you should see their fan base well somebody one i, a, I know a 49er fan personally jack and he he pushed his TV over. He was just that invested into the game. I was like, mm. now you got to buy a whole nother TV, dummy. <laughs> and then he was like, you know, I don't even like Brock Purdy because without Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuels, he's Nathan Peterman. Mm. I was like, well, shit. That's All tough. Right. Millie Mills. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> Not Nathan Peterman. In order to get this win, it starts with uh, Art Smith. He has to stop all the cutish and just coach a damn game. Falcon right, fans Millie are speaking. Mills. Their minds here in the chat. They want to win. Dan Burst wants to win. William Amy wants to win. Lisa Shepard, Carey, Pamela Johnson, Millie Mills, Bubba Gump, DSGB Hall. The names keep going on. Even the Jaguars fan. They want to see the Falcons <laughs> win because it's a good feeling, not only as a fan, for fans that's traveling to this game on the road, it's also a good feeling for the team when they get back on that bus to head back to the plane, to head back to Atlanta, to prepare for the next city. You got to win on the road. Mm-hmm. And this is a road win that you need. Couldn't beat the Lions? All right, cool. Fuck it. Couldn't beat the Jags in London? All right, cool. Fuck it. You have to beat the Bucks on Sunday. So that, that uh, the must-win game hurt. thing is serious. That Lions loss hurts less, though, because I see what the heck they do. That, that, the Lions look darn good. Like and and that that didn't happen overnight. So, them boys playing. That's all I'm gonna say. William Amy, damn burst in here with the comments. Pamela Johnson, the goal is win all of your division games. Of course, she's trying to probably put that. I am looking for another pass rush at the trade deadline. If you're going to get that pass rusher, I would be surprised if the Falcons make a move and bring in somebody you know tier three, tier four type of pass rusher with the team that we have. Campbell on that one-year deal, Bud Dupree on that one-year deal. Uh, David Amiata is doing very well right Didn't now. Bud Dupree, Dupree get a sack too? Well. Bud, Bud Dupree, Dupree yeah. And AK but finally got one? You need that three-down pass rusher. Uh-huh. This man's going to make some noise. I think the Daniel Hunter move for Falcon fans, it's kind of like how the Jesse Bates and Deron Payne moves in, was in the offseason, how we were uh-huh. calling players that we knew could possibly be Falcons. Yeah. I think the Falcon fans are on to something with the Daniel Hunter move mm-hmm. because if the Vikings are really giving him up, if you're Terry Fontenot, if you're looking at this team and you're saying, what player could I get? Who is a veteran? He ain't no rookie. Daniel Hunter's been in the league for a minute. What player can I get with this team that can scare some teams going forward? 
adding to the, the the powerfulness of our defense that we have so far. I believe we're still top 15 in most of the stuff that we have too as well. You have to look at Daniel Hunter and say, come on. Uh-huh. We If we bring in Daniel Hunter right now, where would our team be on Sunday? Or where would our team be against the Tennessee Titans? Much better. Before he even steps on the field, Josh has improved. The talk of winning the division is going to improve. Mm-hmm. People will really be speaking about it then because Daniel Hunter, his track record has shown what he can do. And then adding him with a David Amiata, adding him, adding him with a Grady Jarrett, a Calais Campbell, a Zoe Carter. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. Like, this is the perfect defense for a Daniel Hunter. It's the perfect defense for a Daniel. You got the secondary. This is kind of like the the the, the years when he had who was the other guy? He had Vin, he had um God, he had that defensive tackle, Joseph. Was it Griffin? Who was the other Vikings uh pass rusher they had when Daniel Hunter was going slap a couple years ago? I can't remember, but that defense was fucking ridiculous. That Vikings defense from a couple years ago. Was uh Kirk Cousins a quarterback then or was it Case Keenum? Shit, no, that wasn't Kirk Cousins. That was Case Keenum. That was the year they beat the Saints. Case Keenum. <laughs> Katie said Brig Jack Spade and Kiki the Queen. Uh you're right. This is a must-win game at time. Uh let's become road warriors. The road warriors start on Sunday because you could not win the other two games on the road this season. You're 0-2 mm-hmm. right now. But guess what? You have a lot of football left, and you have a lot of road games left. You have a lot of home games left. You can get these wins, Falcon fans. You know how I feel about the Falcons right now. We should be able to go out there and get to the playoffs this year with this team. Uh-huh. So, Everson Griffith, there he is. I heard he's swimming a while. Everson Griffith and Daniel Hunter, back for the Vikings a couple years ago, yeah. was a problem. That was the year, I believe, Matt Ryan. Oh, my God. I can't remember. I don't even want to go back to it. When we opened up the season in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't score to like, like garbage time. Was that it? Had to leave my seats. It was so bad. Had to leave my seats and go down to, to the other to the to another hallway. I was sitting around Falcon fans who was just giving Matt Ryan the business. You would have thought you were sitting with Viking fans. It was tough. That's what I say, you know. No, our fans love to do. Court. I mean, like I said, I, I can't. I, I don't care for Matt no more. He's not the quarterback here. But hey, <laughs> another name, yeah. Chase Young. If you're gonna make a move for any one of these players, Frank Clark, Chase Young, Daniel Hunter. I mean, Chase Young time, scares me with his injury history. The injuries too, as well. Yeah, he's definitely going to come with a price. I would say the mm-hmm. most significant pass rusher that I would like to see here in Atlanta, which Falcon fans can agree or disagree, is Daniel Hunter for me. Mm-hmm. To see Daniel Hunter as a Falcon in a matter of less than two weeks would be the icing on the cake for what this defense can become. He's going to get in there. He's going to get straight to it. You're talking about two, three sacks in a matter of probably in less than two, three quarters. With the way that this defense is turning up with David and Grady and Calais, you put Daniel Hunter in this mix. You oh, will that's nasty. That's nasty. Nasty looking at the way this defense is set up. And shout out to Calais for sack 100. You finally got it, sir. Hit the dirty bird and all because yours look better than mine. Shout out to Calais. 
Falcon fans going down in a major way. Kiki, before we get up out of here, what do the Falcons have to do to beat the Bucks on Sunday? Chill out with the damn turnovers. And that's interceptions and that's fumbles. Run the damn ball when we're on the goal line. Do the tush push. That's what mm. it's called, right? Um, mm. um that that's that's all I got. Like, stop with the damn turnovers. Desmond, since everybody likes to say I don't talk shit about Desmond, I do. Cause he knows better. Desmond, don't do that no more. Um just, <laughs> man, just go out and run the damn ball, man. Like, don't and Arthur Smith, stop trying to be cute. Like uh, was that Millie Mills that said that? Stop stop trying to be cute. Like, do what works. Stop doing bullshit. Um, defense, do what you've been doing because defense, you've been keeping us in games. So I ain't even got nothing to say to y'all. Y'all can go out there and punch Mike Evans and Chris Godwin them out for all I give a damn. Like, you know. So just, you know, stop with the turnovers. Run the damn ball on the goal line. Go for the point, Arthur Smith. <laughs> Don't, Once yeah. over possession sometimes. You got to take those field goals. You got to take those extra points. Yeah. And... Don't try to go for it when we're like, what was that like? Where we gave the uh, what was the commanders like short field right then where we tried to go for it on fourth down? Like, yeah, think about that sometimes. That's all there's I got a lot of there's a lot of plays you can design down in the red zone. I think this year from the Houston game, even to the Packer game, to even the Panther game. Mm-hmm. You found some plays again in the end zone that you got to look at. The quarterback design running it against Houston, I think, was a well set up play. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's a lot of plays that you have to look at against Tampa, who I mentioned. They're one of the, the, the top mm-hmm. red zone defenses, apparently, in the That's league. What I said, I don't, don't. And we are going to get down to the red zone on Sunday. We are going to get down there. You have to find score. a way to score. You have to find a way to score. Put CP big ass on the go- and tush push him. Shit, do something. I had somebody text me like, "Is something wrong with Koo? Why he wouldn't go for that?" I was like, "I don't think this is a Koo issue. I think this is Arthur that Smith just really Arthur just Smith. wanted to go for two hundred yeah. situations." Because everybody was like, "Like, come on, man." Because say for instance, like, okay, if Desmond didn't turn the ball over, when we was down there that time, and you know we scored, then then that that point we would have had no choice but to go for two because it would have been what a yeah no yeah. You Don't had a that, team. Mom. You had a team that still gave it their all. They tried did. to fight to get the win. They did. Um, and even both times in the fourth quarter when they got the ball back, it was still an opportunity to where you put points on the board here and make a stop. You're going to win this game. I know every fan probably felt that when you saw us get the ball back and say, well, we, shit, we can still win this game." Right. It's it's ridiculous how football is sometimes, but the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Because the, the, the commanders wasn't walking the ball down the field each time that they got, you know, they got the score. It was short feet. It was short fields. So, I mean, deep, like I said, defense definitely been clutching, keeping us in game. So, come Sunday, Desmond Ritter, do not turn the ball over. Wide receivers, running backs, do not fumble the ball. Arthur Smith, stop doing cute shit. Oh, I'm going to cut your mustache. The play calling has to be better going forward on Sunday to beat the Buccaneers. I think running the ball against a team that 
is going to expect you to running ball. I mean, we have one of the best running backs in the league, probably the best running back tantrums in the league between Tyler Algier and Rijan Robinson. Don't know if CP is going to be a full 100%, but if you're going to get him active more on Sunday, we need something. Because I think CP yeah. can also be a big X factor. If you get the CP from two years ago at 100% when we had it with Matt, uh-huh. with this Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier right now, he's going crazy. But I do believe the injury is slowing CP down a little bit. I only think he had like two or three targets last game. Right. Now, um, what, what is it? Is it what is it? They're saying is it soft tissue? I, if, if, from, if it's going back to training camp, you're looking at the tissue situation. Um, that he was, you know, not practicing and not playing back in training camp. Um, but we do need to establish more of the run. I know it's you know, they're running a lot on Tyler Algier and Bijan Robinson, but we're gonna need something on Sunday. Hell, you could have put John New Smith back there to get the damn touchdown at the running back position. Yeah. And you I'm know? happy Kyle finally got a touchdown. That's a, he's that's gonna get more. He's, he's gonna, gonna get, get more. Because yeah. doesn't it seem like? I mean, just saying, does it seem like him and Ritter is finding their groove? They're finding their groove, but like I, Ritter and London's finding their groove. Ritter mm-hmm. and Smith is finding their groove. Ritter and Beast. I did you know, not B. John that, Yeah, and I did not know that John Smith has not had a touchdown since October of 2021. Well, that he's was eating his, now, right? He's eating like, now. Look at Pruitt too as well. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. This offense can open up on Sunday to do some some great things. Uh-huh. You have to look at this Bucks team and say, okay, how can we go down here and not only beat the Buccaneers on Sunday? You have to have a controlling and dominating win against uh-huh. the Buccaneers. The 24-22 in the fourth quarter, down by two with five minutes left to go. We we can't have that Sunday. We need to have a dominating win to where the Buccaneers would even look at the Falcons and say, Holy shit, this team is for real. Mm-hmm. We need that Sunday, but for Falcon fans that's traveling to Tampa, we do have that meet and greet, and it's going down in a major way. The Rise Up Tour and Crew Life, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers chapter. Uh, we're gonna link up, have a live DJ party starts at six thirty. Uh, it's gonna be at what's it called? Riveters, Riveters, Tampa. Is that how you pronounce it? You know these damn pirates. Um. No, I'll stay safe in Tampa. Riveters, Tampa, 2301 Northdale Marby Highway, Tampa, Florida. We'll be posting it on the One Time for the Fan page. You've probably seen it already. I've been posting it on the uh, Rise Up Tour groups too as well. A lot of Rise Up Tour members is here in the chat. A lot of fans is going down to Tampa. We're going to be at Riveters on Saturday. Starts at 630. Uh, 2301 Northdale Marby Highway, Tampa, Florida. Once again, we're going to be at Riveters. So all you Falcon fans pulling up, y'all know how it is when it comes to these parties. What we do on the road, these meet and greets we put out there. There's 10, 20 fans walk in. An hour later, you had five, 600 fans. Well, Jack, so, what do we have to do to beat the Bucks? You never say what we got to do. You got to stop the turnovers. That's number one. Because mm-hmm. the turnovers in the past have hurt you. Uh-huh. Even though you came away with a win against the Texans, but you didn't come away with a win against the Lions, you didn't come away with a win against the Jaguars, you didn't come away with a win against the Commanders. You have to stop the turnovers. Is Running the Commanders all cracked though? Because they beat us with Matt Mariota now, Ritter. And I'm just like, it's tough, and they beat us with Sam Howell. Getting down to the red zone, no whole well. <laughs> you have to. That's tough. You have to design more. Of the run game when you get down to the run to the red zone because if Bijan Robinson is what fans know he is, is what the NFL know he is, 
That's how Emmett Smith was. Mm-hmm. That's how some of these Ladanian Thomason, Adrian mm-hmm. Peterson, that's how some of these great running backs were. It doesn't matter how you design on defense, whatever we call offensively, supposed to get B. John Robinson to where he needs to be, which is up the field. Same for Tyler Algier. That's why I wanted to see CP back because there were so many CP moments at the goal line that were missing this year. Yeah. And if but, you're in the red zone, two-yard line, three-yard line. That's a CP I'm, moment. It's a CP moment. But then again, now you have this B. John Robinson. You have other plays that you can call other than a doggone interception thrown in the back of the end zone. Or the fourth and three call that was against uh, – what team was that? The fourth and three one. The uh, oh, Jaguars game. Oh, I no, the Jaguars in London. I can't remember that one. The I Drake London pass drunk. in the back of the end zone. The mm-hmm. I, was three. Drunk, I was drunk that morning. You just have to do uh, just a lot better than what I've seen in the past two weeks. Even against the win against Houston, that was a very close, close game where the turnovers could have really hurt you. But those was fumbles now. Don't blame that on the quarterback. True as well. Houston could have went down the field and scored. It could have been a different result. Good thing Houston did not score on those turnovers because it was the result of us winning. Uh-huh. Against Tampa Bay, a three and two team, they do have some weapons that you have to look and say, "Hey, we we got to relax on the turnovers." That's number one. Running yeah. the ball too, as well, down in the red zone. Just got to see more of that. You got to punch it in. You have one of the best offensive lines push, running the push. ball. <laughs> the touch push. You have one of the best offensive lines last season running the ball, and this year was supposed to be an improved roster because you got the damn best running back, in my opinion, in the league. Find ways to get yeah. into that end zone. Playbook has to be more creative. On defense, five sacks against Howell, but we still lost the game. If you get five sacks against Baker Mayfield, oh, it we should be that. We, we got to win that game. I do not want to see Baker Mayfield and his bouffant at the end of the game smiling because he won. <laughs> not the bouffant. I don't know. Baker Mayfield just irked my spirit. Like Seeing the defense. reminds me of Elvis Presley or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Seeing the defense, Jesus Christ, Keith, that is tough. Seeing the defense ramped up and how how you know electric they were against the, the commander's offensive line on Sunday, we do need to see this defense get to the quarterback. Five sacks on Sunday? Come on. Like, Baker should at least be down three, at least three times on Sunday. Mm-hmm. The turnovers, too, as well. You have to create some turnovers in the secondary. Baker is going to throw the ball. We know that. You have to create some second, some, some turnovers in that secondary to where every play shouldn't be just the Buccaneers driving down the field. Yeah. It shouldn't be just a 10-yard gain, 15-yard gain. First down bucks, some, first down bucks. I want bucks. to see another Jesse Bates pick. I'll tell you right now, it's 82 degrees in Tampa on Sunday, so the weather is not an issue. 82? 82. I'm out there in shorts and a T-shirt and flip-flops. Uh, Keith, I know what he said. Okay. Thank you. We didn't you. blame the quarterback. He said we need to stop the turnovers. That is true as well. Stopping the turnovers is big, Keith. I'm sure every Falcon fan in this chat will say the same thing. Nope. Turnovers have to stop. Running the ball down in the red zone. Play calling has to be better. Where else can we go? To, where else can we go? Get Pitts more involved. Yeah. Drake London's having a, a successful first half of the season right now. Get him more involved, too, as well. And we hope to see CP back at 100%. But even special teams, well, yeah. if we can get something on special teams, let's make it work. Yeah, because Pinion with that that punt that put the commanders, like, what? Kind of on the 50, 50, right? Close to the 45. Yeah. Close to the 45. I saw that punt, too. As well. That was in the second half? 
I think it's when they scored the first when they first scored they got that um no when they first it was a field goal but I think like their first touchdown was that bad punt. William Amy, take advantage of it. We need to create turnovers. That's going from the front line. Grady Jarrett, David Omiata, Clarence Campbell, uh, Arnold Epicady, Bud Dupree, Zoe Carter. I was gonna say Daniel Hunter. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hope we get him. Um, looking at the 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 defense, big game on Sunday for you guys. We hope that you guys come away uh, with a dominating performance of a win. Jesse Bates, I can see a pick on Sunday. The way Baker Mayfield throws that football, I can see a pick from Jesse Bates on Sunday. Yeah, God, I hope he. I, I just hope he overthrows Evans. Jesse Bates has been playing at the level like most Falcon fans would say. That is our 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 our, our, our dominate safety all pro mm-hmm. in the league. And you're looking at a guy who's probably going to pick Baker Mayfield one or two times on Sunday. Yep. I can see it. I can see it. Falcon fans pulling up to Tampa. Don't forget about the meet and greet on Saturday. It's going down in a major way. Uh, Of course, I'll be posting a lot to the One Time for the Fan YouTube page, One Time for the Fan Facebook page, Twitter, um, because we have a lot of Falcon fans going to Tampa. We do have the bus trip, too, as well. So the bus trip uh, is leaving uh, Saturday morning. We'll be, they'll be in Tampa around Saturday afternoon. For Falcon fans that still want to get on the bus, uh, it is a price of one fifty. So if you want to get on the bus, you still have a couple more days. It's an opportunity for you to come on down and watch the Falcons beat the Buccaneers in Tampa. Turnaround bus trip. We got the Sheraton Four Points where we're staying at down the street from the stadium. Come back Sunday on the bus, too, as well. I'll be down there Friday for all the Falcon fans that's going to be down there Friday. We can link up, have some drinks, go get some Jack, food. No fighting in the stadium, okay? No, no, we're not going to fight Bucks fans. No, they're – no. Tom Brady's not there no more. So we got to deal with them. Didn't they remove seats out of the stadium for that simple reason? Because then they add more because of something – and they took some seats out now, some shit I saw. I haven't been down ago. there. I'm just hoping that, you know, the tickets that I'm about to get from a good Falcon family member, um, I just hope it's nowhere near the cannon. I can't deal with that, that goddamn cannon all day. But I but can't. you got to troll the person who fires it and tell them to fire it when we score and when well, we win. That shit is annoying. And they do it randomly <laughs> for no reason. So it just might be second and two. And we get a sack, and next thing you know, boom, you just hear the cannon like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Mm, sound Bye. like my ex just doing shit for no reason. That is tough. One anyway. time for the fan. Hit that like button, hit that share button, hit that subscribe button. Kiki. Yes, sir. Final thoughts for the night. Falcons, Bucks, Sunday. Um, Falcons have one of the easiest schedules still left on the uh, But can we really show? say that, though? Because I feel like. You can't take none of these teams like the way that the the NFL has been going lately. I last Sunday, if I like I said, if I was really a betting person, I would have been all kind of screwed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I, I really feel like we can't take no team lightly. Just say hey, they trash because they might not have a winning record. Anybody can have their day, like the Jets and the Browns had <laughs> a Browns led a Browns team led by PJ Walker. Which I'm watching the game right now too as well. They're all all over the 49ers. It was a close game too, but uh, yeah, they said uh, Cleveland's defense is probably one of the best in the league. So they're the number one defense in the league. Yeah. So, so for Falcon fans, and you're looking at the Cleveland Browns, a team that is, you know, coming away with a big win against a five and O team, and they don't know when they're getting Deshaun back. 
you have to look at that and 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 really feel motivated. Like I said, you know, earlier in the show, look at the Bengals. The Bengals who were 0-3 now getting their win streak going. Um, you have a team like the Jets that just came away with a with a big win too as well. Uh-huh. How their fan base feels about Zach Wilson being there too as well. And the look one Jet the, fan I know act like that was the Super Bowl. So hey. The Miami Dolphins. Look at the New England Patriots. Different fan bases right. have different feelings of, of, of going into this week where you have the Panther fans where they're looking at it like their season is over they've already some of them already given up on bryson i'm just like well y'all can't give up on him because he's a first round draft pick so two months into the season they their season is over they can't turn things around you're hearing it right here on one time for the fan hit that like share and subscribe button and they you know but and and remember prior to the season beginning everybody was saying that the panthers was going to be the team kind of like hyping them up because of them drafting bryce but look look what happened uh, as a fan of, of 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 the rival team, I saw right through that, and I already knew that the team was going to be trash. Once they hired Frank Wright, I said, "This is not going good. This is not going to end well." I didn't understand that part. Owen six. Look at their fan base, Falcon fans. The Cardinals, who we play coming up shortly, and look they at have their no fan base. Hostile environment in their stadium either. When you tickets look are at, not selling. When you look at Panthers game, you definitely see more away jerseys than you do of their team jerseys because i think they said viking fans kind of showed up and showed out well they have a lot more than that to worry about because they still have to play us coming up soon in carolina and i'm definitely gonna hit that one up and i know we're gonna take over that stadium right now i'm telling you the amount of falcon fans that we're bringing to carolina in a couple weeks is going to be crazy yeah the amount of falcon fans that we are bringing to take over that at that time they'll probably be 0 and 11. It's pretty bad what we're yeah. getting ready to do. Not Falcon fans that. are in the chat. Raymond Collins. <laughs> so Jack, you don't even have them winning one. I don't have them right now. I had them winning one. That was against the Texans. Not After the seeing the Texans, the way they played against us and the Saints, I don't see it happening. Oh no, I think CJ Stroud is. That's who they should have drafted, to be honest. And I well, think that's, that's who I think that's who Frank Wright really wanted. I, I think they said Frank Wright was stuck between Richardson and CJ Stroud, but Tepper, who keeps calling Bryce Young a point guard for whatever reason, wanted Bryce Young. You have a Falcons team that's getting ready to play against the Colts, who probably Anthony Richardson won't be there. No. You have they a said, they, I think he's out for the season. Who's getting ready to play against the Bears? Probably at the end of, at the, end of the season, where Justin Fields. So for the Colts, we'll, for the Colts, we'll be seeing Burt Reynolds. It's it's tough to say that. I don't even know if Bryce Young is going to be the quarterback if they continue on this path. By the time that we play them coming up, oh God, you you think we're going to see the red rifle? Mm, it's tough. Creekry's in the chat. She's upset. I'm sorry, Creekry. That came as a shocker, though. Jalen Hawkins on the move now with the Chargers. Raymond Collins. Better play calls and the good plays. They got to capitalize on them. There was many plays that wrong decisions and blocks that just wasn't executed. There's a lot to look at when you lose, Falcon fans. There's a lot to look at when you lose. And I think the coaching this week is definitely going to be better because you don't want that same performance back-to-back. We don't know. The Houston game was a blood pressure game. We don't want that. The Washington Commander game, that should have been a win. That, that was shit. disappointing. Going against the Bucks this week, coaching has to be better on both sides of the ball. 
mm-hmm. from from the start of the game to the end of the game. We need to see a Falcon team walk out of there, Raymond James Stadium, with the win, four and three, because then you're going into Tennessee probably walking out of there five and three. If I want to win because I want to wear my fucker buck shirt. Mm. Foxy Noxy. Hey, guys. Hey, Foxy. Falcon fans going down in a major way. Hit that like, hit that share, hit that subscribe button. Falcons Bucks on Sunday for those pulling up in uh, Tampa. You know, we have the meet and greet at Riveters on Saturday. Starts at 630. And, of course, we also have uh, some information for fans traveling to Tennessee on next week's podcast. So if you're traveling to Tennessee for the Falcons Titans game, one time for the fan, the Falcon and um, uh-huh. Big Low Country Sports. We have a uh, nice little meet and greet set up on Friday. And we also have some things planned on Saturday. And we might have a little after party, too, as well. Because the Tennessee Falcons have their event um, Saturday in Tennessee, too, as well. So big shout out to the Falcons. Big shout out to everybody who's tuned in to one time for the fan. You know, it's going down in a major way. Kiki, you good? I'm good. I just want some Tennessee whiskey, though. And a win. You got to pull up. You got to pull course. up. You know, we're drinking the finest of the finest Tennessee whiskey. <laughs> One time for the fans. Sullivan Sullivan said, oh, Shucky Ducky. What's going on, Shucky Ducky family? <laughs> What's up, Sullivan? Sullivan Sullivan. Big shout out to Sullivan. He said, oh, we back in this? Sullivan Sullivan. Every Sunday, every Wednesday, 8 p.m. You know we talking Falcons football. Chat has been great tonight. Continue to... um you know, support one time for the fan. Tell your Falcons friends about it, your Falcons family. We're a positive podcast. We just want to let the Falcons Is beat the, the Falcons. Uh... We, we 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 love the organization and the team. We're going to talk about the mistakes. We're going to talk about the concerns, the pros and the cons. But at the end of the day, we want this team to win. I think Is everybody the, uh... in this chat. Is the Jaguars fan win. still in here? He is probably still in here because he has nothing else to do. Foxy, uh, not- Sir, I will be nice to you every show. If y'all can go ahead and handle that tomorrow. Hey, Jack, uh, Jarnell, I don't know how y'all talk. I don't know how y'all communicate with Trevor Lawrence down there in Jaguarville or whatever it is, but go ahead and let them know we need y'all to beat the Saints tomorrow. It's that Thank simple. you. Just beat the Saints. I will even put cornrows in Trevor Lawrence here if y'all win. Please. That's tough. <laughs> That's tough. Foxy Noxy, I'm so sick of the coaching issues. At what point do we get it together? Fans and Mr. Blank deserves better. I'm over it. Mm. That is the last comment of the day right there. Falcon fans, you can lean on that. The fans deserve better. The organization. Lean Could we have me. been four and two right now? Could we have been five and one right now? It's possible. When you're three not three, strong, now we have an opportunity to win Sunday to go four and three. Kiki, we'll be back. Uh, no show Sunday because I'll be in Tampa. So we'll probably do Monday night. If we win, you guys. I will be on Facebook Live doing cartwheels. So, yeah. Well, you never know. Let's see how we can try to arrange something. <coughs> if we Excuse win, me, I will be game. on Facebook Live doing cartwheels. So follow me on Facebook and the Twitters. Falcon <laughs> fans is going down in a major way. Raymond Collins says, sorry, y'all. Hello, guys. Big shout out hey, to Raymond Collins. Hey, Raymond. Diehard Falcon fans, we'll see y'all later. Rise up. Peace out. Rise up. Peace out.